0: Good morning. Welcome to Conversations with Friends with Mary Omwake. Exploring ways to live our lives more fully in this wonderful world. We welcome your calls and thoughts at 242-7800. Conversations with Friends is brought to you on KAOI by Unity of Maui, where the heart is at home. Now, here's your host, Mary Omwake.
1: Well, good morning, and what a blessed rainy day on Maui. It Kim, is. Good it's to not, be here.
0: It's great to be here. It's not raining in Kihei, but it's fun oh. to come over here from Kihei and to see the rain and to see well, the great yeah. part about Maui is that wherever you are, the weather is
1: Different. Dalai Lama <laughs> blessings. You know, we, were, we were driving, and I left Ma'alaya, beautiful, yeah. and uh, little raindrops, little blessings. I was getting happier and happier, yeah. and I just thought, I'll just drive in, and pretty soon it was deluge. I know. I had to pull over and put my top up, but it's you know, it just so great. I just love the rain.
0: That, that's why your hair is wet. We got to explain M- <laughs> Mary has the most amazing uh convertible with with a it's very easy to find her on the island and so she's our minister in a in a convertible with wet hair. Oh, I
1: have two convertibles. One's red, one's white and I love them. I I have that top down as much as I can, and I keep it down for most yeah. of the rain. Re- well, we've got a real special program
0: today—a packed show. It's very fun.
1: You know, we are um, so blessed by um, the contribution of our Buddhist friends, mm-hmm. who bring us such an understanding of compassion and the impermanence of life, and and loving kindness, and um, so we're so blessed because we have um, a spokesperson day for a Rinpoche that's going to be visiting us on the island. Uh, uh, Alan
0: Ehrlich is going to be joining us in our well, first half Well, I could have
1: pronounced hour. Alan Ehrlich's name. It's the Oh, it's Goche the Rinpoche. Nipolka oh, I was going to give you that part. And uh, so we actually have at High Street uh, mm-hmm. last Friday night a wonderful Rinpoche. People t- which said it was just a beautiful frequency. You feel the vibration. I've been in Dharamsala for five weeks with the Dalai Lama this June. And the whole the whole little mountain village vibrates with people that are practicing loving kindness Mm -hmm. and being so grateful to be in the presence of the dalai lama their gratitude just flows over and and we have we'll be talking with alan in just a minute and and that program is friday nights for people who are driving just we'll tell you all about it Mm -hmm. and then the second part of our program we have someone who's a real expert in breath work Mm -hmm. breath and christine warner will be with us to share how we can all slow down a little bit and Come more into the present moment. But I just want to begin because the daily word today, for those of you who uh, may not be familiar with Unity, Unity is a, about a 110 year old worldwide prayer movement that has churches and centers now, over a thousand, but it's uh, the 24 7 prayer for over 110 years. Round the clock prayer, um, the awareness that we're always living, moving, and have our being in the very presence of infinite, limitless, boundless presence. And the day's daily word, I love it, is healing. Mm. And I love that concept because whether we're talking about holing or healing or being transformed or forgiveness, they're all the same, they bring about the same frequency. And the affirmation that we're using is a glow with presence, healing light. I am an expression of radiant wholeness. And what we teach in unity is that we're not trying to become whole, but we already are whole. We already
0: are whole and rediscovering that wholeness.
1: And that's the whole shift when we when we release and let go, that we're somehow flawed, something's missing, somehow we have to become something. And we really start taking away, releasing 100% of spiritual growth, development, and transformation. From my standpoint, is letting go of the false illusions mm-hmm. and beginning to radiate from the truth that we are. So, everybody has their point of view, and that's what I love about unity. It it doesn't ask you to change your belief system. It just invites you to acknowledge how powerful change is. So, well, you want to introduce our guest because I'm excited. I to, will, talk actually, to I will actually.
0: I met Alan. Alan is a, is a recent. Uh, transplant to Maui He came here uh, last June And I met him at uh, the Byron Katie event Up at, at, at the yoga Maui Yoga uh, Facility Well Jim
1: they're still talking about you You were the star if anybody was there He yeah, was I, the guy that monopolized all of Byron Katie's time
0: I had the uh, good fortune To spend some time <laughs> up on stage with her And then everyone came up to me afterwards And said wow that's your story Well my mom was And it was very interesting The, the amount of people that on a small island like Maui you keep running into those people. So if you miss that evening, <coughs> I'm glad. <laughs> anyway, that's where I first met Alan. Alan is uh, the sponsor of this event. He's, mm. he's bringing uh, Gochin Tulku Rinpoche. Please pronounce it better than I do. Uh, Gochin
2: Tulku Rinpoche. That's my bad. A, a young man named Jeff Munoz and I were at a retreat in Montana mm-hmm. uh, in September. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the retreat, Jeff and I talked about inviting Rinpoche to come here and teach because we thought um, he radiated such great warmth and compassion and understanding that we'd like to introduce uh, him to the people of Maui and the people of Maui to Rinpoche.
0: So this Friday, uh, November 17th, from 6.30 until 8.30, he is going to be at our home on High Street. uh, And the, the, the focus of the workshop is awakening and developing loving kindness and a peaceful mind. What's going to be covered in that, Alan?
2: Well, you uh, alluded to it at the beginning in, in your introduction when you talked about unity and you talked about how <coughs> you're not trying to find something outside yourself, but you're going back and looking inside yourself mm-hmm. to d- rediscover what's there. Mm-hmm. And in Buddhist philosophy says the same thing. It said we're born with the Buddha mind and we have that. But because we constantly spend our life looking outside for our happiness and joy, Mm -hmm. we instead do not spend enough time going inside ourselves to discover what's already there. Mm And Rinpoche's talk will discuss that as well as uh, what what the great motivation in Buddhism, which is compassion and loving kindness mm-hmm. and equanimity towards all sentient beings and sentient beings, including friends as well as enemies. Mm. So uh, just as an example, um, Rinpoche gave a uh, peace talk on September 11th, and I was privileged to be there in Montana. And uh we said prayers for all the people whose lives were lost on September 11th, and we also said prayers for the perpetrators. Nice. Because the idea being that these people, had they been able to hear Dharma and discover compassion, would never have created such oh, a oops, heinous when act. when
1: they hear about the law of karma, <laughs> it's kind of oops. <laughs> 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 I mean, I don't mean to laugh at that, but it, no, it, it, what we, what we saw must return to us. and. Um, And then I appreciate that teaching and compassion.
2: And and in in Buddhism, we deal with uh, Rinpoche, I should say. We'll talk about what is. We don't try to run away from our afflictive emotions and from bad thoughts. We try to recognize Mm -hmm. them for what they are understand them and then transform them into p- positive acts by knowing their full nature. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so uh, Rinpoche was born in eastern Tibet, and uh, when did he come to the United States?
2: Uh, I believe he came here about uh, 12 years ago. Yeah. Um, he was born and at a very early age uh, experienced uh, or demonstrated some miraculous activities. Like he left his uh, footprint in a mountain that's which is, powerful. you don't see that pretty well. No, you know, I haven't seen that lava, in the West, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unless it's lava. Wow. But, uh, and he began to uh, exhibit a lot of tendencies like that and then was recognized as reincarnation. He was recognized as Namchak uh, Tulku, Sasum Lingpa, by the reincarnation of His Holiness Dujum Rinpoche's teacher. Dujum Rinpoche at that time was the head of the Nyingma sect, of which uh, Gochen Tulku was also a member of. Uh, And then he was recognized as the sixth Tuku by Zigar Kanchul Rinpoche. And at that time, uh, in Tibet, uh, our lineage is passed down from guru to student, guru to student. It's an unbroken lineage back to the time of Guru Padmasambhava's coming in the 8th century. Mm-hmm. So Rinpoche has, in, has had all of these teachings and all, from all of these mm-hmm. great masters mm-hmm. and has brought them to us mm-hmm. and to teach them to us. So when one sees Rinpoche, one doesn't see an ordinary man. One sees a, a living Buddha, someone with tremendous compassion who's working unceasingly for the benefit of all of us.
0: Mm-hmm. How long have you been a student of Buddhism?
2: oh I'm an old man over 30
0: years and and I guess you know when you encounter these different Rinpoche's and the, there's certainly so many different Buddhist teachers that's correct w- what is it that attracted you to him
2: uh <coughs> there, there's two things. There are four schools of Tibetan Buddhism. Nyingma school is the, is referred to as the ancient ones. Mm-hmm. That That's the original teaching that came from uh, India to Tibet when Guru Padmasambhava came in 747. Um, my first teacher is a man named Sonam Kazi, who is still alive and lives in upstate New York. Sonam originally was uh, Dalai Lama's translator when the Dalai Lama fled Tibet. Mm-hmm. And came to India, and he was with Dalai Lama for ten years, mm-hmm. and Sonam was of the Nyingma lineage, and also of a further lineage within Nyingma called Longchen Yintig and. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be with him for many, many years, and he 's in like permanent retreat now he 's in his late eighties and What attracted me to Gochintulku was he comes from the same lineage, mm-hmm. so I felt very much at home there. Mm-hmm. I was never one who went from teacher to teacher to hear teaching to teaching i 've only heard teachings from three teachers in my life, so um, well, and I'm sure you, I, I you just felt
1: ancient many lifetimes, you <laughs> must feel that. You must feel a very good incarnation. Even What did the Buddha say? To even hear the word enlightenment was hear a the blessing. Word enlightenment. To even hear and then to know it would be possible is the most blessed of all
2: that's why a lot of times we'll say mantras for people who have had who've passed on mm-hmm. and who've had no uh teaching in this life just so that when they're in the bardo state that period after death and before rebirth they may hear that mantra again mm-hmm. and therefore could take uh, will take mm-hmm. rebirth as mm-hmm. buddhist or someone who will be able to hear the dharma in their next life
0: so just any soul well, Any soul. Anyone. All souls. All including souls. Including
1: your mother, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> See, she has to come back into the show. We she must. She must because, because, it's, well, it's never an accident. It's never an accident. Yeah. It's never an accident. And it's a great journey. And as we evolve, we attract more enlightened people. But I, there's a way that we carry in our hearts those who are still so wounded and those who still are so much in the darkness that... We can't help but want to send love and light and hold them. I and, and I think that's one of the greatest gifts the Dalai Lama has given me, just his presence. You know, he's just such a vibration for... I mean, if he's not going to be upset with the Chinese who killed a sixth of his people who robbed yes. him of all... And he, and he won't let anyone else. You know, we were working with him, and we had all the organizers from the Civil Rights Movement who now have evolved and, and really know how to use the Internet and how to use the marketplace and, and were willing to do on his behalf a huge movement to free Tibet. And he would not. He said, you may not do anything that would harm the Chinese people. Who live in such great poverty, Mm -hmm. that nothing would be worth it to free Tibet that would harm others. And that just shocked me. I mean, when I realized he would not allow it, even though it was by all Western standards such a justified, reasonable, you know, you think how we react. And so we keep learning from him and from these precious ones who have evolved into an an understanding that we're all one and we can't harm another without harming ourselves. So truly... I'm just so grateful to have these Rinpoches coming. Of course, the Dalai Lama is coming in April. So Mm -hmm. these waves of of wonderful teachers are coming in, advanced teachers, I think, maybe want to clear the field or create the vibration
0: of... Um. Well, I
2: think there's a flourishing here. There's certainly mm-hmm. a spirituality that mm-hmm. is very, very prevalent on on Maui. So when you
0: say here, you mean here on this <laughs> island?
2: I, I'm I'm thinking of of this island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think also one could extend that to the mainland as well. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Buddhist teaching has taken hold. Hindu teaching mm-hmm. has taken hold. Christianity has taken hold. Many, many different forms. People feel spiritual and a need for spirituality today because if you rely on the material world and your ups and downs and your likes and dislikes, you're in a round of suffering, of rebirth, of samsara, where the suffering is endless. Yes, you may do something and have a good time Friday night, but Saturday The problems are there, and you're suffering. And Mm -hmm. I think people want to find a way to eliminate that Mm -hmm. and have the freedom in their own mind and the Mm -hmm. realization in their own mind so that they can eliminate suffering and therefore be able to help others eliminate suffering.
1: Well, we're excited about Gochen Tolka, which means Tolka means reincarnated, right? And Rinpoche means the Blessed One. But Tolka means he's actually been identified by uh, Awakened One as one who carries a lineage. So he's definitely, we've all been reincarnated but he actually was an enlightened master in his comeback. Yes. bodhisattva sense, Lily. We want to hear some of your practices, Alan. Actual practices, they can come Friday night, but some practices that you've been on that have changed your life, simple practices that people hear on Maui. But first, we have to hear from our sponsors who keep us on the air. So if you could think of a couple actual practices, we'll be right back because people love that. What's a simple way to shift Um, So we are going to um, really thank Myrna Stone. Uh, The magazine is Real Estate Maui Style, which this month comes out every month. And this month is a beautiful picture of Lanai taken from Kanapali with palm trees. They always have excellent artwork. But what makes this so beautiful is they always talk about aspects of Maui. They've done a great interview a couple months ago with Rom Das. Mm-hmm. They did a great interview last month with the uh, uh, movies, all the different ways that the aina is being used. And y- y- not only do you get a great, great um, uh, insight into the leading realtors and the mortgage companies, but this month they have a fabulous article on In Case of Disaster. You know, what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, we just had that earthquake, how timely. You know, these publications are done months ahead, and here it comes out. And it's just got all the information you need to do and where you call and where you, what you need to do to be prepared, which is a good thing, you know. And I how
0: Maui is the center for that in the Pacific, and it's it's yeah. pretty interesting. It's a fascinating article. There's also a who's who in the real estate profession in uh, in this issue. So pick it up.
1: Yes, and our other awesome sponsor is Trish Morris with Premier Mortgage, which is the best mortgage company ever. If any of you have ever been panicked about a loan, and a, boy, I was a single woman and a minister coming in, and not that just wasn't my expertise, she just took it over. She looked at me at I and says, it's done, Mary, it's done, and I couldn't believe it, but the second or third time. Now I believe her. She just looks right at the numbers and says this is what it's going to cost and she handles everything. So we want to hear from her and we'll be right back.
0: Conversations with Friends with Mary Omwake is a presentation of Unity on Maui. We are a trans-denominational community and invite you to join us in Sunday morning celebration at 10 a.m. at the Maui Tropical Plantation in Waikapu. Unity also offers children's church and nursery services. If you'd like to join our families of sponsors on Conversations with Friends, please call us at Unity at 242-9327.
3: There's a reason that Hawaii's premier mortgage company has successfully completed over $2 billion in loans for the people of Maui. With over 20 years of experience and a 99% loan completion rate, Tricia Morris and Premier Mortgage have earned the trust of thousands of Maui homeowners. Where mortgages are concerned, don't leave anything to chance. Go with number one. Call Tricia Morris and her team of magicians today. 874 8800. That's 874 8800 for Hawaii's premier mortgage company. And
0: now, back to Conversations with Friends. We are back on the air. We're speaking with Alan Ehrlich, who is one of the sponsors of Gochin. Tukku Rinpoche. Tukku,
1: is that Tukku?
0: We're going to expand our, our pronunciation of Buddhist <laughs> names. <laughs> right uh, after we learn Hawaii. Right after we learn Hawaii. <laughs> right we got a so lot. <laughs> I'm just still working on English. Uh, this Friday at Unity Church on High Street, November seventeenth, from six thirty till eight thirty.
1: And there is a love offering. Suggest a donation of twenty dollars. But we always tell people we suggest it because we want to c- tr- cover it as a huge expense. But we would never turn anyone away. No. So if you can give five dollars or ten dollars or a hundred dollars. To help underwrite this wonderful teacher. You know, it's more than just the words they teach, isn't it, Alan? They bring a vibration that lifts you to something inside that knows. That remembers, perhaps.
2: That's correct, because these are not intellectual teachings. These are living masters who are the embodiment Mm -hmm. of these teachers. Mm -hmm. So when you're with uh, Gochintoku Rinpoche, you Mm -hmm. feel that because he Mm -hmm. emanates that, Mm -hmm. because he is that. Mm -hmm. And you really Mm -hmm. end up Mm -hmm. not wanting to leave. When when we finished the retreat in Montana, nobody wanted to leave because there's such a wonderful, harmonious, and you want to be like him. It, which is the essence of Buddhist teaching—to have the same mind as the guru and to practice and live yeah. as he does.
1: It's so, uh, to me, when I hear and I and I, because m- my guru is is Jesus and uh, Ram Dass explained that to me. I said, "Why don't I have a guru?" And he says, "You do you it's do. Jesus." And I said, "Oh, that's right. I've always loved Jesus." But he says the same thing: put up the mind that was in Christ Jesus. Don't put Jesus on. Put the mind that, that's correct. That vibration and Jesus. I just love. Uh, whatever tradition you're in, it's joy. You, you feel it with the Dalai Lama. You feel it with any enlightened teacher. What emanates is a sense of joy. And whether it's exuberance or just a gentle vibrational frequency. I love, well, unity teaches that. You know, when you're in your center... What you feel is a, an emanation of joy, a, a filling your temple. And then joy is the most positive attractor in the world for just this now moment. It's very it's powerful.
0: And that's a good segue. What yeah. are some of the practices that you do?
2: Well, every th- in Buddhism, it's taught that everything depends upon your motivation.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And everybody, pay attention to this because this is where some of you really screw up. <laughs> you do <laughs> the right she's thing. Waving very, she's waving her fingers. I know. Because I know. I mean, I see uh, these prayer requests and people. And they forget that it's their intention, motivation underneath it.
2: Your motivation really is what sets the agenda and determines the outcome. So in Buddhism, motivation is, let whatever I do and undertake Mm -hmm. be for the benefit of others. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing this to uh, develop Alan Ehrlich's ego Mm -hmm. or anyone else's ego. You're doing this to benefit others. So in bringing... Gochintoku, for example, mm-hmm. here. If people hear the Dharma, are attracted to it, learn how to mm-hmm. listen, and and perhaps make changes in their life by doing mm-hmm. things that are that are beneficial to mm-hmm. others. Mm-hmm. That's very positive. Mm-hmm. If there's any merit that comes from that, you just continue. Wow. You dedicate it to everyone's benefit, and you continue doing. A, things every single moment of your life that'll benefit other people
1: that's one of our core teachings at unity of maui i don't know that it's a unity teaching but we say uh, and i think we got it from the hindus i've it's been such a long time but all service is an act of devotion to god or to, to the divine and once you do that you don't have to have all that other rules about showing up on time or dressing or being kind because if you do everything as an offering to the divine it takes care of everything else and it frees you from the ego So many people are used to doing good work, I think, and the ego thinks it gets honored or it gets attention or it gets, look at me. But you know, this higher dedicating it all, just whether it's your prayer life, your service, your money it's all for the you well, you wouldn't call it god i know that you would say for the benefit of all sentient all, beings all sentient all sentient yeah. beings meaning yeah.
2: everything that's alive
1: yes. and we would you know we would just you know i know that i've had this yeah. conversation with the dalai lama so
2: <laughs> well dalai lama actually they asked dalai lama the same question you asked me uh-huh. and he said when i get up in the morning the first thing i do is shape my motivation yes. i reflect on yes. what is it that i can do to help how can yes. i benefit others yes. And then, you know, he, the Dalai Lama, you've been with Dalai Lama, so you know how busy he is. And you see how everyone who comes out of a meeting with the Dalai Lama comes out, like, better than they went <laughs> in. <laughs>
1: yes, and, and, and that, ju- that attitude he has is, is just, it's beautiful. And when, when I was in Dharamsala, I realized that all of the people who are so grateful to be in his presence start to emanate the very vibration by being in his presence. That's correct. I thought it was that the Dalai Lama was there. But what I saw after I was left, and I reflected, I just couldn't give enough. When I was in Dharamsala, all I could do is sit and pray with everybody back here in Maui. I could see them, I could see, and I was just feeling that gratitude. And I realized they have created a field; they have such a potent field on that little mountain. Uh, th- uh, it just—it's—it's kind of like Maui.
0: I was just about yeah. to say it's very much like the attitude and the energy. You know, most people come here to, for vacation or for mm-hmm. fun or mm-hmm. for a honeymoon or mm-hmm. to celebrate an anniversary, mm-hmm. and they're happy. Mm-hmm. And that energy. Mm. is picked up. And so we really live aloha because so many people have that positive energy when they're here. So I'm equating that think the Hawaiians. I think, the Hawaiians, the, I think the
1: Hawaiians planted a vibration of aloha because there's many beautiful places on mm-hmm. the planet where that's, that's not so sure evident. And, and ha- if the Hawaiians had a Dalai Lama that could focalize it, mm-hmm. I think it would even intensify, intensify, intensify mm-hmm. because truly the Hawaiians carry aloha. Which is the very loving kindness, I think, don't you? I, I, mean, I do. It, I certainly a, do. It's a, a blessing beyond blessing. Anyone who gets to visit Maui or live on Maui is blessed. Mm. Don't you feel that?
2: I, w- I would absolutely agree with you. I've only been here since June,
0: but I've loved every minute every of it. Every
1: minute. Well, he, how long did you, Jim? 37 trips. Se-
0: 72 <laughs> trips over 13 years. <laughs> I commuted between Washington, D.C. and Maui.
1: And finally, they let dogs in. With how, he has this I little dog you. that my yeah. cat. My cat's four times bigger than <laughs> his little dog. So it's all <laughs> when I see Maui, this little dog. But finally, when they changed the law... Jim was on an airplane. Uh, well, and I helped came to home. change
0: the law, so that you, you have to make, you got to be proactive. Alan, any other thoughts about you know practices that that? I, I we think can one work? should uh,
2: try. I think Buddhism really emphasizes and teaches the nature of the mind. The, nature, the mind really is the controlling factor. The speech is activated by what the mind thinks, the body does, what the mind tells it to. And in many areas, no focus is given on what is this mind, what is its nature, where do these thoughts come from. So, for instance, if you're having a bad thought about somebody and you're going to get angry and, and really want to confront them with anger, mm-hmm. if you can, at the moment that thought is generated, let it go let it liberate mm. so that no action speech wise or body wise mm. is performed you eliminate creating negative karma for yourself mm. and for mm. others and this is
0: a powerful idea because I've had this uh, discussion with someone just recently about the idea of being able to I would I would call that control your emotions mm. well is we that, is that is I
1: feel it's more of like directing them
2: it's, um, it's recognizing, recognizing them, them and, then and consequently making a shift but yeah. as you practice more and more on take more teachings practice more compassion these thoughts when they arise will go away by themselves it you, you won't faster. yeah they will transmute and you don't have to be in there saying i'm going to do this i'm going to do that they just will have no hold over yes. you mm-hmm.
1: awareness is is the key isn't it being aware totally. of it and seeing how it, it arises and one of the things that i love about the buddhist teaching is it's not black and white it's like they they teach you as a process mm-hmm. that maybe you start out like the dalai lama really acknowledges how it, many years he worked to transform anger. He didn't, even though he came in, a 14th reincarnation of infinite compassion, he still had to get over this anger thing that he had and then you know being kind of mean to his little brothers and big brothers because now he was the Dalai Lama and he had all the power in the world (laughs) and everybody had to do but he had to work on that and I love how he he shares and one of the things is just like generosity or compassion or it it, it transforms gradually and maybe anger goes to impatience and you said what impatience is a little bit different than anger but it rises from the same and it's easier to let it transform it just seems like there's a wisdom that Buddhism is like generosity. They don't ask you to be totally loving kindness overnight. you start out tentative, giving to people that you know, maybe you're giving a little bit, and then you feel how that feels, and then you give to your brothers and sisters, and eventually you can't help but give to everyone. And, and I love that they teach it like as a process.
2: And, and they do. And it's expansive, just as you said. It's practice. If you go to, you go to your teacher and say, what should I do? Practice practice, 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 practice. Because as we said, it's not intellectual. It becomes yes. something that you have to do. Okay. And it originates in the mind with thinking yes. about it and transforming yourself. Yes. You know, it is an old, I always love to tell the story. Have you ever been alone by yourself, and you're very angry at somebody? You're just thinking about them, and your mind's generating all these thoughts, et cetera, et cetera. And that person is probably out at the movies, totally uh, enjoying themselves. I tell people, isn't that and, the hardest
1: thing? And
2: you're suffering yourself. Yes,
1: yes. And, and uh, yeah, I always tell everybody, you're the first recipient. You are the first recipient, so you may send the facts, but you keep the original, (laughs) and you can't withhold or send out without keeping it within your own consciousness. This is one of the new thought. We're part of ancient wisdom. New thought, unity is, and the understanding how the mind creates, and that if you have created this, you can uncreate it by by a practice, not by wishful thinking but even this big movie that's out now called The Secret if you really listen to it it looks like it's a formula but deep down inside they're saying the same thing it's a continual mindfulness practice but I like what you said earlier what is my motivation because if your motivation is just to get more stuff to be richer more famous uh, more sexy more whatever it is you're going to miss what's possible in this now moment all the bliss and everything is present That's. Correct. I think that's what that's what yep. the great teachings teach us and this Rinpoche if you'll say his name one more time
2: Gocin Rinpoche
1: he'll be at Unity Church what an honor for High Street that's right near the government building just a couple blocks down 483 South High Street you can go online unity on org. Find out about all the great things that are happening. We've got wonderful teachers. Um, we've got a, a wonderful class coming up about empowered speaking a week from Saturday. And that's really going within and, and breathing within and speaking from that. And um, this, this, this it's just so many great things happening here on Maui that you just have to stay in the present moment. We have a medical doctor, Dr. Kevin Lynn Herdebees, who's just begun. Second, it'll be the third a monthly meeting of Hawaiian wholeness and healing circle. It's a transforming cancer group open to all all healers, all medical doctors, all alternatives, all meditators or anyone living with cancer that would like to live with greater wholeness. And that's being offered on Tuesday, November 28th at 530, and that's open to anyone. And we just invite you to, um, if you don't have a spiritual community to grow with, to support you, to celebrate and honor the divine presence within you, you may want to come and visit us at Unity. This is our last Sunday at the Maui Tropical Plantation, and that's at... uh, uh, Maui tropical plantation um, 10 o'clock it's our last time stay tuned because we are going to the seventh- day Adventist Church for three weeks and then back to High Street but we don't want to confuse you so last Sunday come to Maui tropical plantation this Sunday because we have at the end of the service our final Thanksgiving lunch for ten dollars turkey it's all the trimmings. all the trimmings it's a great of Thanksgiving way to a great music a celebration best ten dollar dinner you'll have on Maui <laughs> I'll tell you Maui tropical plantation 10 o'clock children's church 10 o'clock Silence at 9.30. Um, we want to thank Alan for coming in. Thank you so well, much. Well, thank
2: you very, very much.
1: And uh, it's just, uh, just a blessing to have uh, Rinpoche on the island. Well, thank you. One uh, vibration. Thank you for bringing him. <laughs> and uh, I, I know you do it from the highest motivation. And may peace prevail on earth. We're going to hear from our sponsors, and we'll be right back with Christine Warner. who's going to share another process about breath work and ways to stay more positive and more centered. Aloha.
0: Conversations with Friends with Mary Omwake is a presentation of Unity on Maui. We are a trans-denominational community and invite you to join us in Sunday morning celebration at 10 a.m. at the Maui Tropical Plantation in Waikapu. Unity also offers children's church and nursery services. If you'd like to join our families of sponsors on Conversations with Friends, please call us at Unity at 242-9327.
3: There's a reason that Hawaii's premier mortgage company has successfully completed over $2 billion in loans for the people of Maui. With over 20 years of experience and a 99% loan completion rate, Trisha Morris and Premier Mortgage have earned the trust of thousands of Maui homeowners. Where mortgages are concerned, don't leave anything to chance. Go with number one. Call Trisha Morris and her team of magicians today. 874-8800. 874-8800. That's 874-8800 for Hawaii's Premier Mortgage Company.
0: And now, back to conversations with friends. Wasn't he great? It was it's just so wonderful to see Oh, Alan to So present. The, oh. Absolutely. And there's just this energy of people who have been students of Buddhism for for 30 years. People and I can who tell meditate you every day, yeah. Jim,
1: yeah. for more than 5 minutes. For more than 5. Minutes. <laughs> Jim <laughs> and I have an, a running, uh, ongoing, I'm 10 wonderful minutes, opportunity. 20 minutes is great. It's going. But and just it is, start. But you feel his presence. The room is, and we have another fabulous guest, Christine Warner. Mm-hmm. Christine.
4: Hi, Christine. Hi, guys. Hey, Welcome.
1: yeah, we are glad to have you here because we've been trying to get you to teach some of your breath workshops for a while, for a and while. you finally, I'm f- back. finally
4: said yes, yes. Yes, yes. Thank you.
0: Christine's an Agape. Um, what's your What's your What's your credentials?
4: I'm an Agape licensed
1: practitioner. Practitioner, okay. yes. Spiritual We're practitioner trained by Michael Beckwith himself which we hold in the highest esteem. Yeah, love we Agape. love Michael. Yeah, absolutely. They're having their big party the same night as ours. I know, yeah. I know. We're My like heart will be heart. in both places. Yes. Well, yeah, you know, it's absolutely. just one heart. It's mm-hmm. good. Christine, tell us. I mean, I know you're passionate about lots of things, but prayer and breath work, I think. If we think about you in creative writing, but this is about breath work. Tell us
4: about That's it. right. This was something that I started about 17 years ago. And I was a newly sober, I mean brand new, newly sober, and I showed up at a West Hollywood Church of Religious Science that had been started by some ministers from Terry Cole Whitaker's church. You may remember Terry. I,
1: that's how I got my introduction. That's
4: right. And Terry had talked about this breath experience that she was having on her minis- in her ministry. So I showed up at this church, really, this will shock both of you, because I heard they would let anybody sing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was terrified of singing, but I was this individual who was ready to experience. If, they, if I was afraid of it, I knew I needed to go there. Right. I wanted to have that experience. So I went to this service, and they talked about after the service, they were going to have this breath experience where everybody laid down and breathed big and full. And, I, oh, I remember Terry talking about this. i got to show up. So I went And it was one of the most powerful experiences of my life. Mm -hmm. I surrendered to the breath. It's a full circular breath. The inhale connected to the exhale, Mm -hmm. up into the upper chest, through the mouth, laying perfectly still and
0: do you have to lay down and you do have it?
4: to lay down okay. and do it so anybody who's coming monday night you bring a blanket okay. a pillow a yoga mat we're going to lay down and you're going to breathe big and full
0: and, and what does it feel like the first time that you did it there those years ago well i have to
4: say jim the first time i did it, it hasn't been anything like that since yeah. in that hour it's a 60 minute cycle mm-hmm. in that hour i had aha's about my mother Sto- st- stories i don't even remember mm-hmm. so much so many opportunities to forgive my mom my dad teachers mm-hmm. things i hadn't thought of for for de- since i was a child mm-hmm. and i came out the other side of that was able to forgive things i thought i would never ever forgive and experienced a vibration in my body that was ecstatic now, do they talk about
1: forgiveness, or is that just the experience that you had? They I mean, talk it? about it
4: a little bit, okay and one of the things that I've discovered now in seventeen years of doing this
0: actually teaching this same workshop that that's transformed right you.
4: exactly. as soon as I did this first experience, I said, I got to learn this I have to I want everybody everybody in the world mm. needs to experience this. Mm. And so I went through uh, three months training and then had to apprentice in a Another three month training, and have been doing this ever since, Mm -hmm. along with working privately with practitioners as well as doing the groups. I had a vibration in my body that, oh I don't know if I can say on live radio. Um,
0: you can say it.
4: It was like a sustained orgasm
0: mm-hmm.
4: that I could do with my breath. You hear us talk about the rhythm of God. You hear mm-hmm. uh, you hear people speaking of, of breath being the, the, the dance of your soul. Mm-hmm. Well, I was able to play this bliss in my body with my breath mm-hmm. and dance with it, mm-hmm. just using the breath in and out. Wow. And All that was, as a result
0: of this one hour of, of, of training. Th- this
4: happened within the hour, wow. at the end of the hour. And I would, it would start to subside, and I would breathe, and it would come back.
0: And now, Can, oceans, you, re, can oceans, you regain oceans. that now? I mean, now that you, you've integrated that into your life?
4: Sometimes. Yeah. And, and it's always different. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of it. Every time you breathe, big and full, through your mouth, into your heart space, completely surrendered, conscious, connected breathing, it's different.
0: How is this uh, similar or different to, say, yoga, pr- prana breathing, and, and some of the other different types of yogic breathing?
4: You're letting go of control. A lot of yogic breath is about counting, holding, alternative nostrils. In this case, you're completely surrendering. The inhale is pulled in. And then... The exhale is just released. So you're letting go of control of the diaphragm. Mm -hmm. You're completely relaxing in the exhale.
0: So all the muscles in in your chest and associated with your breathing. Relax.
4: Completely relax. Well, that, and that's the intention. That's what you, you're choosing to relax with every breath. And here's what happens. As you choose to surrender your breath to the breath, breath is our life. Life could be described as God. God can be described as love, so love is breath. So as you're breathing in, you're breathing in love, and anything unlike love comes up to be requalified or integrated. If if you have a thought of something... Um, in your day, whatever's up for you that day will mm-hmm. come up for healing, for revealing, for you to remember the truth about it, to requalify it. So we talk about expanding consciousness. What we're doing is we're we're revealing the unconscious in that expansion. Well
0: so many spiritual practices equate breath with with spirituality. I mean, you know, we've we've talked about this before in this show. Just the word aloha yes. has the, the, the mm-hmm. breath in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's, power, that's powerful. Now, is this, something, is this a practice that once you do this in a, in a, a lying down position that you can feel a way to breathe normally throughout your day? Or do you have to lie down and, and do this exercise?
4: No. What this does is it, it's part of your practice so that you begin to breathe more fully throughout your life. Right. See, most people, most people, yeah, you know, we all take a breath. When we get afraid, we hold our breath. Whether we're writing a big check, or whether we're showing up for a radio show or whether we're we're going to meet our beloved, we may have a little bit of fear based on past conditioning. And so we hold our breath. We hold our breath a lot in life. And so whenever we start to breathe fully like this, we're going to experience more aliveness. We're going to move through that fear and come out the other side of it. And that's joy.
0: And have you ever done anything like I, I don't know why this came to me, but just using something like a medical pulse ox device or something to see how you know the, the saturation of oxygen in your blood during this process?
4: Well, I have, I wouldn't go into those kind of medical yeah, terms. Just a thing have, that goes under your yeah. thumb, you know that
0: that they use in the hospital or whatever to measure right. oxygen.
4: No, I've never done that. I'd be very curious to have really that neat. experience. We do want to make sure that we keep the levels of oxygen high in our bodies and some people do will experience when you start to breathe big and full like this if they're not used to that they'll start to feel maybe some tingling in their hands and feet Mm -hmm. there's a little uh not to go into too many medical terms there's a little button on your brain stem that monitors the amount of oxygen and co the co2 levels in your body and If that gets a little high, then uh, if the CO2 gets a little high, it affects the chemical balance in your body and certain that that fear shows up as tension in the jaws and hands and they call that hyperventilation. Ah. And the way through that, that's the fear showing up in physical form, is to continue to breathe very gently, relaxing and surrendering.
0: So this is something obviously that anyone can do. I mean, if you can breathe you can do this
4: absolutely and it's perfectly safe mm-hmm. the more you do it the safer it is
0: mm-hmm. do you do you, uh, a does this, is this a way to feel more energized? Because, I mean, whenever I see you, you're just so vibrant and full of energy. <laughs> and is it because of this or something else?
4: Well, it, I, I breathe a lot. I breathe and I pray a lot. And in all of the sessions, the groups and the privates always start start with prayer mm. and calling in as, as high a vibration as we can because the real purpose of the breath is the remembering, the remembering of who and what we really are. It's an experience of God. When you breathe, you are experiencing God. And you choose to do that consciously.
1: Now, Alan, our previous guest was talking about the Buddhist tradition that the most important thing is your motivation, your yeah. intention, and certainly your results are dynamic so you know on on Monday night, which everyone's invited at seven o'clock is that correct that's right and uh it's an hour process, probably right. some talking and p- come in comfortable clothes, bring a pillow or a mat, right. whatever, just a blankie. And, uh, but what is the highest intention? What will you be setting as the intention for that? Uh, or does everybody do their own?
4: Where everybody will have their own experience. Okay. Everyone will have their own right. experience. And I don't necessarily, I don't think it's. You don't need to come with a specific goal in mind. Mm-hmm. My highest intent is that you have a deeper realization of a God within you. Beautiful. You as that. Beautiful. That's my highest intent.
1: That's a beautiful intention. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a great process. Now, is this something that once you learn it, you do on your own, Christine, or is it something that works? I know, like, beginning, people in the silence, we do silence every Saturday morning at 9, and the people that come say, well, I could do this at home, but it (laughs) just feels different. Sitting in a circle of a a few people in meditation, you feel a higher vibration. Is that uh, the same with breath work, or how does that work?
4: Yes. I, I don't recommend that you breathe at first by yourself, big and full, because if, you, if there is some fear in your body, if you start to experience that tension, it is good to have somebody there who can support you and remind mm-hmm. you and keep that you're safe, mm-hmm. that you're loved.
0: So it can actually trigger that's right. all sorts of things. I mean, and you were talking about hyperventilation, but it can trigger sadness and emotion. That's now. right.
4: Yeah. It, what it, it, it will bring up anything mm-hmm. that's going on for you to take a look at. And sometimes it's, it's most often good to have someone there who is trained in helping you requalify. And get to the truth of what's the thought that has arisen out of the breath. And the group experience is different than the private. And once you've done maybe 10 sessions private and several groups, of course, you want to integrate this into your life and use it on your own. 10 connected breaths in the morning, in the evening, in the afternoon, you know, in the afternoon, in the evening, it will really create a lot of energy and beauty in your life. That is
1: so great. Now, tell us a little bit more about your meditation practice because you are a religious science or now agape spiritual right. practitioner. Tell us a little bit about that prayer work because you actually pray with people yes. that that's your job. Yeah, And people go, what? You get paid to pay yes. with people? Yes. Because but tell us how that works because you don't pray to something outside yourself. You go into a vibrational awareness.
4: I go into the one mind. I go into the only mind that there is, that that knows everything, and 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 where all where all wholeness is. So I'm not praying for something or to something. I am I am remembering through a series of of steps, the truth of the experience for all of us, so that whoever comes for me to pray, I I get the opportunity to know the truth for them, and. And in doing that, I know the truth for myself and for a- anyone and everyone. Mm. And so um, it's just a beautiful gift. It lifts me into that place of remembering that, that all there is is God.
1: And you lift their consciousness to, into remembering. And if they hold it, they'll live it. And hold and,
4: it. and that's, that's the highest. <laughs> and they don't have to get it. They really don't. Because it's already happening in the one mind. As long as, as I know it and God knows it, then it will reveal itself. And little by little, they will begin to get it in their own conscious Mm. mind. And... um. Yeah, th- it, that's and the then the it. Yeah. And then the shift and Then happens. the shift.
1: Yeah. yeah, the seeds are planted. Yeah. Yes. They will yeah. bear fruit. That Always. is so great. Now, because we do teach five-step prayer. Mm-hmm. We don't have, I think we have it scheduled in January or February. Yes. And we teach it four times a year now.
4: That's what I've heard. And
1: uh, you teach it. You're uh-huh. one of the licensed practitioners. It's such a powerful, it's a bridge between prayer where, you know, we talk about talking to God, or the divine, the present, and silence where it's just deep listening. But this five-step prayer is a beautiful transition to really help you access what is true all the
0: time. That's That's a right. great, it's a great it's program. A I did it when I was in Colorado at, at Mile High, and it's just it's such a powerful thing because you realize, hey, there really is a very proven, effective methodology to prayer.
1: Well, you start f- from God. That's what right. What a concept. That's Instead right. of praying to to get something, the universe can only give you what you're doing. So if you're praying to something or from lack, that's all the universe can give you so i love the five step prayer cuz you anchor the awareness of present which it's, always is but you just fully get lost in it then from there the words come and the-
4: when each when when you learn the five steps you can pray for yourself very powerfully because it's a way of talking yourself to the truth it's a formula for talking yourself to the truth so that you're not starting from that that conversation of prayer from the place of lack or wanting Mm-mm. you're starting from that high place of knowing mm-hmm. that god is all there is mm-hmm.
1: and then your conversations in prayer are very much uh, gratitude that's and, right and thank you as jesus said thank you god for hearing me yeah. And, and I love that little aside I mean you wonder who wrote it down I know you always hear me but there's people watching and I want to show them how this works <laughs> <laughs> I mean can you imagine it's 2,000 years old I, I know you always hear me dad but I there's people paying attention here so this is how yeah, it is you start it, yeah. from thank you God for hearing me because you always are heard and it's, right. you're always one and I love this process now the breath work is going to start Monday night Monday is that going to be a once a month or how's well, it going to be I'm looking be? at
4: once a month I'm going between okay. here and Los Angeles right now so okay. I'm doing the groups in LA as well um, uh, so the the plan is once a month in both places as I beautiful. go back and forth beautiful so people who will be coming on Monday evening you'll want to eat light maybe uh, have an early or an early dinner mm-hmm. when I come with a fairly empty tummy good for you and nobody's turned nobody's turned away for lack of funds it's a $25 suggested donation but anybody who has the courage to show up and remember I love that that about unity
1: because we do say suggested love because your time is valuable you are flying back and forth and, and somebody could get it 50 but we suggest it but we never turn anyone away and I love that about unity and then if if that's a stretch for you, we have some classes that can help you handle that part of your life. That's we right. have prosperity classes. Because, you know, I, I just I, it's hard for as a minister. I don't want to think anyone couldn't afford it, but I know that you need. I needed it when I needed it. So I love that about you, Christine. I know you're a part of our hula hui. Yes. And and uh, if you've ever been to Unity, usually on the first Sunday of the month, uh, we have these amazing. It's uh, what are you about two years old now? Three years. No, I mean you're older. (laughs) I mean, as as a dance, as our very, very
0: evolved,
4: (laughs) very evolved.
1: But you know, it's so beautiful because I just cry every time you guys dance. It's such a beautiful (laughs) expression of prayer. Me too. I cry every time. It's a beautiful expression of prayer. (laughs) And anyone who would like to come and join. The hula hui every Sunday you rehearse at one yeah. thirty, yeah. but it's a real sisterhood, isn't it? Yes. We just uh, one of the uh, s- hula hui got married, and all the hula hui is there throwing the wedding. It was really wonderful. Yes. It's so great, and you're part of the chaplain team of That's Unity. Right. So we just are so grateful to have Christine Warner. Um, w- is there anything else you should want to tell us about breath work? And remember, some people are just tuning in, so
4: <laughs> you start again. That's right. <laughs> I just drive time. I I pray that everybody will choose to breathe more full and more conscious than they ever have before. That they that with every breath they take they allow to experience it as love, as the breath of God. And so as we do that for ourselves, we're able to see and breathe for others the breath of God. Mm. And I I it brings so much joy and happiness. Mm. So Um, When it comes to the finances, if I may just briefly say what I like to suggest for people, and this is true for my private sessions as well, you set the fee. Take a look at what you want the value of the experience to be. And then increase it just a tiny little bit, even if it's just a dollar more so that you're expanding in to that mm-hmm. prosperity consciousness. Which is very similar what to
0: breath great work. Great that's the
4: what a great, expansion. that's right. great idea. Yes. We breathe in on the inhale, and we imagine it expanding at the top, mm-hmm. and we relax, and we surrender completely to the exhale.
1: Because this is a new concept for some people listening to us. We live in a sea of limitless, infinite abundance that's right. of all good, beauty, love. And and yes, money if that's what yes. you need at the moment. It's yes. it's not doesn't need to be in form of money, it's just all your needs are met. I think that's, that's right. I think that's what it says scripturally. Yeah. Not that you have all the money you want. It says all my needs are met yes. according to God's limitless riches and glory. So th- that's pretty darn good. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And so I love that. I'm gonna use that. Yes. May I? Yes. Yes, give give what you're comfortable with and just one little more. It's just that's like right. working out. Don't don't overdo, but just that one little more that just says to the universe, I'm ready. That's right to increase my awareness of what's always present. And I, that was what blew my mind. I, I kept hearing it. I kept hearing it. But now I see it. Yes. Now I see it. You know, we just, I live in that perpetual place where it's just, if I can't see it yet, I know it's on its way. I mean, right. no worry. Not That's to right. worry. It's just been great to have you. You drove in from Lahaina or, or uh, you work in one of the galleries, don't you?
4: sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this girl is on the move. Well, we're honored that you'll teach for I us. Understand. I've been asking her to teach for me or us at Unity yes. a lot. Thank you. Because you're a marvelous teacher Thank of God. You. Thank you, Mary. And uh, you get to go back and see Agape, our good, good yes. friends. Yes. Aloha. That's,
0: that's very good work going back and forth, spreading the seeds. And I use that as the metaphor that's on your flyer for this event, the, the dandelion seed, you know, blowing. And, and so spreading back and forth that seed of inspiration between here and uh, Los Angeles and Agape. That's mm. awesome, Christine. Thanks. Thank you, Jim. So this
1: is a new monthly class, and go online. We always tell people, go online, unityonmaui.org. If you just miss the details, what time, something start at 6.30, some at 7. Go online. it give you all the details, give you directions. It'll also tell you where we're going to be on Sundays. It's going to be fabulous. We're the Mobile Blessing Machine of Maui, and uh, we'll be home for the holidays on High Street. So uh, life is so very good. Jim? You know, we always like to leave our um, listeners with a way that they can love this earth by positive action. Jimmy and Saya um, are really doing a lot for the environment, really committed to um, making a change for global warming, which we, we, we know we're aware of it now. And uh, we can turn on a dime. A united, a united consciousness can make the shifts and make the changes. And we like to give you simple things that you can do, like, like don't rinse your dishes before they go in the dishwasher. It saves how much? I mean, you you told me so much water. It's, it's
0: very powerful. These little things can make a big, big difference. For example, if you take a shower, use about 10 to 15 gallons of water. If you take a bath, use 30 gallons of water. So, showering is a lot more efficient than bathing. If you take short showers,
1: short shower. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. Because I have friends who, you know, they're in there a really long time. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, and there and there's just lots of things that, and we have, I put together a website and there's a free uh, downloadable, like, it's a 20 page document. And the website address is ann-inconvenient-truth.com. It's based on Al Gore's movie Ann, Inconvenient Truth. And go there, uh, download the guide for free, and learn about all the little things that you can do in your own home and your office to make a difference and to help reduce global warming.
1: And we're going to have light bulbs at Unity for Christmas gifts. Mm -hmm. You know, you can put in an air... Tell them what kind of light bulb. If
0: you just buy a compact fluorescent light bulb, that can make the difference. If every home in America would replace one bulb, regular bulb with one of those bulbs would be the equivalent of removing one million cars off the streets in America.
1: And we're going to have them for Christmas gifts. Wouldn't you love to pick up a gift and you give it and you just remind people how simple it is to make a difference and recycle recycle recycle. If you don't want to do it, find teenagers, find a project, get those plastic bottles and those aluminum cans back into the recycle thing. We can all do this together. It is our home.
0: It is. And Visit for now,
1: on- if for now, until we get the teleportation and a little bit higher up on the <laughs> evolutionary scale, it looks like a pretty wonderful home to have.
0: It's a great place if you're in Maui, for sure. Visit us online for this radio show at conversationswithfriends.com.
1: And this Sunday, come to Maui Tropical Plantation for our final Sunday there, and we have a great big Thanksgiving feast for only $10. Silence at 9.30, Celebration Service at...
0: 10, 10, o'clock, Ten o'clock.
1: children's church. Aloha, everybody. We'll have see a blessed you again week.
0: Next Tuesday, Aloha.